Hello and welcome to Life on 10. Hello, hello, Life on 10 friends and family. Once again, it is Angela and Vanessa. Hello, everyone. And welcome to fall. You were going to say fall. Let's just leave it at fall <laughs> so that we don't mess ourselves up. People are gonna be like, was this October, November? Who cares? It's fall. It's fall. It's fall, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to fall. I, I love this season. Um, already you can kind of feel the um, cool air coming in, a little bit of wind. I love it. I love yeah, it. I love it. Totally. This is scarf and boot weather. Yes. I love boots. Love scarves. Yep. So this is um like being originally from Miami, you never got to do boots. Oh really? Uh, well, well, yeah, I mean I, I guess mean, like the one or two times it was cold, well maybe a week. Yeah. 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 But no, you but did no. not get boots. What is so interesting here is that in Sacramento, California, you all wear boots even when it's hot. I was going to say I I now I'm feeling like a fashion faux pas cuz I wear boots like all the time. <laughs> Middle of summer is July, and I'm wearing suede boots. That is one thing. That was like one of the first things I noticed when I moved here. I'm like, it's June, and they have on boots. That is interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to each his own. To each his own. I like to break out my boots during the fall time. So um, I'm excited about fall. Um, that's one of the reasons. The other reason I love fall is we were talking about this before we um, um, came on the air is that it's that time of um, gratitude and Thanksgiving. And we thought that we'd kind of talk about that a yeah. little bit. Yeah. yeah. You'd have to be like living under a rock to not know the importance of gratitude right now. I'm so excited that it seems like everywhere I go, just not in private conversations, in corporations, yeah. organizations, everyone. Everywhere. Is, talking about the benefits of gratitude yeah gratitude some of the benefits um audience if you don't know already um they actually say it helps with your immune system lower stress um just create a more joyful and intentional life and that gratitude like counting the good in your life is one of the one of i think the most powerful things you can do to offset some um depression yeah, Not like deep clinical depression. Yeah, but those days that you know we all experience sometimes struggling um, with you know a lower mood. I'm speaking for personal experience. I can reflect on some of the good in my life, and it'll it'll. It's not like it's some drastic magical pill that it just pulls me yeah. out of that lower mood, but it definitely buffers it in a way, lightens it, or or helps me to see more clearly. Exactly, and not. Um, coming so from a so from a negative from, from being so so negative it can shift and be like yeah but that's not true this is what I call it gratitude it's that it's like an elixir for the critic yeah <laughs> because we all have this critic inside of us that's constantly judging critiquing and criticizing everything you everything. others the environment, right? just everything. Everything. And I always say this, and um, people laugh, but it's the truth. Some critics are on crack, cocaine, 
just it. Some of us have self-critics, that internal voice that is never ceasing. It's always looking for the bad. No matter what is going on well, yep. it's going to be like, oh, yeah, but. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you did a great presentation, but, but. this person in. Like, yeah. oh, yep. that, but, you know, yeah, you, you, you look good, but. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you offset that critic? I have found, this is my personal um, little ritual, is that I have to counter it with something positive. And that's where my gratitude list comes in. Yeah. Like I can think of some small wins throughout the day. And I mean small just to shift my mood and shift my yeah, perspective. Definitely. Uh, and I'm saying small. So I'm going to share with you. Like today I was talking to a colleague who I love and I don't see him a lot because we're not in the office, um, you know, five days a week anymore. And we can get into these long, long conversations. And. I looked up and it was 12 o'clock and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> because of you, I'm behind, I'm behind, <laughs> I missed my 10 o'clock meeting. Oh no. Uh, yeah, I was like, because of you, Adam, I missed my 10 o'clock <laughs> meeting. And then he was like, oh no, I'm so sorry. And he left and I pulled up and I was like, oh shoot, it's not until one o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> But see, I, at the end of the day, and it is the end of the day, um, audience, I count that that's going on my gratitude list. Yeah. That I did not miss that meeting. I'm counting that as a win. Oh, totally. I'm saying all of that to say that when we look at what's working well, it never has to be something humongous. It doesn't have to be the promotion or, you know, I, I lost the 20 pounds. It can be the little small things. Yeah. And what the data shows is that all of those little things add up oh. and contribute to your happiness. Well, Go and ahead, we had talked talk. about that. You're going to let me talk. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we, we talked in one of our episodes before yeah. with our, um, with uh, Dina, who had a, a child that had really severe yes. autism. And she was talking about the small things, right? Mm-hmm. And it makes perfect sense. Our life is filled with the small things. The big things come. Right. And they're great and they're awesome when they come. But if you just wait for the big things, you're missing so much of your life. And there is so much to be grateful for. And I, I just went to um, a, at our hospital, the surgical team did a, a really great gathering of all the staff at a really nice golf club just to, just to celebrate them, right? To help nice. them improve morale, things yeah. like that. And they had a guest speaker come. And one of the things that he said that really resonated with me was not to just be grateful for the things that you have, but to also be grateful for the things you don't have. And at first I was like, oh, what exactly mean? He goes, be grateful for the fact that you don't have some awful disease mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever, whatever it is, it's things like that. Like be grateful that you don't have to worry about where your next meal comes from, or am I going to be able to pay for the rent and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's, yes, it's, you can, you can be grateful for everything that you have, but I think just recognizing the fact that you also don't have all these other things that you could, you know, bad things that could be affecting you is just like another way. If you're having a hard time finding things to be grateful for, mm-hmm. I'm sure you could look up and think about all the things you're glad that are not affecting you. You know, absolutely appreciating. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's, a, a pre, it's appreciation. Yeah. Um, and acknowledging, I, I love the part about savoring the good things also. Yeah. I think that's, I call it like 
creating your 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 emotional CPR little basket yeah. of good yeah. because we do live in a you know in a sometimes very challenging world. We we just live in a very complex world. That's yeah. what I'm going to say yeah. right now. So I feel it's really important to have CPR and mental health CPR. What's your go-to? How do you replenish? How yeah. do you um, unplug? Self-care. Yeah. We talk about gratitude a lot and about counting the things um, and acknowledging the good in our life. I like to also extend gratitude to self. Like, Vanessa, when was the last time you actually said something nice to yourself, complimented yourself, appreciated yourself? Okay, I'm so, grateful for you, Vanessa, so for Angela, being. You realize who you're talking to, right? I am like one of the most. <laughs> I love myself. What? I'm super awesome. She was the wrong example. I, the wrong example. <laughs> you should. The, the question should go to Robert because that man never says anything nice about himself. Like he, that's so good. Good question. Right, he, I, I don't think he here. could even think about the last time he said something kind to himself or about himself. That's just he's the exact opposite of me. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I did that like five times today. Is what I'm my point. Oh, that's amazing. I'm sure I that looked at myself in the mirror like, "Damn, I, totally I look good in this jacket." Forgot who I was talking to. <laughs> audience i know right? my point was she is not a great example <laughs> however i am willing to bet that someone or someone's who are listening to us can relate to what i'm saying absolutely and so my question would be to those people that are listening when was the last time that you actually just looked at yourself in the mirror and was grateful for you yeah just for you being you for existing, for being, you know, the unique individual life force that you are. Like, have you, when do you do that? I got a feeling that a lot of people don't do what you do, Vanessa. Oh, I know they don't. I, I know they don't. I, I, you know, it's funny because I did that even when, I guess I just, I really, I can't, I can honestly say, I cannot look back on a time in my life where I ever felt anything but awesome. Wow. Right. I mean, I, I like as a little girl, as a teenager, I the only thing I ever felt even remotely bad about was my weight. That was it. That was the only thing I ever felt bad about. But I was like, oh, but you have all these other awesome things. So it's OK. Like literally, I just like I, I have. And that's just how I am. And I don't know. I wish I wish ever, like I wish everybody was like that because um, it does help it. Everyone asks me, why, how are you so positive? How are you smiling all the time? How are you? And that's truly, I think, why. I just, I've always had that super positive outlook on life and on people. And, um, and it, it's so funny. It's the exact opposite of my husband. He's like, everything sucks. <laughs> Everybody's terrible. Everybody's out to get me. <laughs> well, that is very interesting that yeah. you married your opposite. Total opposite. The, Robert could not be any further from me. <laughs> I I mean, like, fortunately, we're just both kind people. You know, like, he I think we kind. both have kind hearts, mm -hmm. and so that's where we connect. Um, but, yeah, otherwise, we're totally dead off. <laughs> so, Vanessa's an anomaly audience. Um, so, we, we, uh, we want to get to where she is, <laughs> uh, because that, when you were saying that, I was thinking, that's, a beautiful, healthy brain that can note 
the undesirable, and I'm not going to say negative, note yeah. the f- things that don't feel so good, don't look so good, and then be able to switch over here and see all, all the, the other stuff. Like that is yeah. a beautiful, healthy brain. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. So I don't know if that's genetics or your wonderful parents. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know either. I have no idea. Because my parents don't do that to themselves. You know what I mean? Like they, Okay, so then that's just who you are. I, but they, it directly, they raised me to be that way. Mm-hmm. You know, like just how you used to say to Jay oh, when yeah. he was growing up. Oh, the, yeah. You know, yeah. I, my parents didn't say that, but I always, I always, that, what you told him, I had that feeling yeah. from them, right? Yeah. Like I knew I was awesome and they thought I was and awesome. They, and they just affirmed it. Yep. They continuously affirmed Every it. Day. Affirmed it. Now my question is, did yeah. you do that with your children? I'm sure. I mean, people. we, we try every day to, to, I mean, I don't know how many times I tell them how awesome they are and you know, mm-hmm. so that's, that's awesome. I mean, that's the goal, right? Is that's to, the goal. And Robert intentionally does that. He, he tries to make sure that they're confident and, and all those feelings that he has in himself that are negative he works really hard on making sure that, or trying to make sure that they recognize that's not, like, that's not a healthy way to feel. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I think he, especially with Selma, he's, they are connected. They've got a really good connection. And so Selma. when she's beating herself up or something or whatever, he, mm-hmm. he really is good about helping, helping her pick herself up. Yeah. So wow, it's, wonderful. it's important. But it, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, definitely. Definitely. We kind of went on the other we did, end, but, but we're grateful off. for each other in this conversation. No, no, I think, I think it's still kind of, it still ties in though, because we're talking about what is good and noticing what is good. It's so easy to fall into that um, space. I think it's easier to fall into that place where you're only noticing what's not working. Yeah. You know, that's the, you know, the red light caught me. This person didn't do this, this person. And when you get into that space, I'm going to go back to the CPR mental health piece is having something that can make a shift, pivot you. Yeah. Right. Because you're doing that automatically. Yeah. It sounds like that's yeah. just your DNA. Yeah, that's, that's just, just your what makeup. I do. Yeah. I know that this has to be for many people, something that they strategically implement in their lifestyle their way of being is to be able to notice when they're going in that space of negativity and then having something to counter it yeah you told me that when I you know it's not I'm always like oh everything's amazing I've had some difficult times throughout my life and I've worked with you and you've helped me and um I I remember one time when we were having a coaching session you told me to like make a box yeah. and, and it was, it was related to patients and, and I was feeling frustrated at work and I felt it was, was in the middle COVID. of COVID. It was awful. And I felt like everybody hated me and all the, you know, it was just bad. But, um, you said, you know, write down like things that a good thing, a patient family said, or something good, but, and just put it in that box. And when you start feeling crappy about yourself or like that, the patients aren't appreciative or that they said something hurtful or whatever. You just pick that up and be like, this patient said Dr. Walker was awesome. Yes. And it just remember, I remember that. And yeah. I, I love that whole yeah. concept. Yeah. 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 I, 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 it works for me. I um have back in the day, I used to be a social or a school social worker. And I have letters from high school students that wrote to me uh-huh. and I have them in this little like 
thing under my bed. And when, you know, sometimes you have these dark days. Sometimes you have these days where you're like, ah, am I making a difference? What is this whole world? Why are we even existing? Yeah. No, <laughs> we're so crappy to each other. Um, so I will reach for those things. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I remember my mom said, even if you make a difference in one person's world, in yep. one person's life, it's all worth it. Yeah. So I, this one letter this young lady wrote me, um, and it was interesting because this was like in the late 90s, and she, I still remember, she was gay mm-hmm. and having a whole experience that was not supportive. Okay. And she wrote this letter and said how, you know, just being able to come talk to me, change her life. Yeah. She was suicidal. And that is the letter I pull out Aww. when I'm like, you need to know. Just, yeah, you make a difference. Yeah. Just one person. Yeah. One person. So I'm actually grateful to that young lady. That's awesome. Because yeah. it's a, it looks like it's something you've carried forward ever absolutely. since. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if she knows that. Like, think about how many people she's helped. By helping you feel better so you could do your job and help all those people. That's true. Like that's, that's the whole, like being grateful for, you know, all these different things. You didn't even, I didn't even think about that. Being grateful for that letter yeah. that has then helped you move yourself forward and, and help all the people you do now. Absolutely. I, that's the paying it forward, yeah. right? Yeah. That's the paying it forward. Um, yeah, I, um, I love it. So I was going to share a couple of, um, before we leave, um, just a couple of practices. Yeah. That, um, <laughs> that, and then Vanessa has something she's so excited <laughs> to share with you guys. So I'm going to share a couple of just daily gratitude practices that you may already be doing, but I thought it was still great. Everyone probably knows about creating that gratitude journal, kind of recalling moments of gratitude, um, something that's out of, outside of that ordinary event and just writing those down and savoring them. Something you said is remembering the bad. Yeah, to be grateful for in your current state. It is helpful to remember the hard times yeah. that you experience because then you uh, appreciate where you are yeah. right now. And you know you overcame them. So yes. You can, you can so overcome you know, what's next. Yes, and that's another thing to be grateful to yourself yeah. for that you are resilient yep. and strong. Yes, I love that one. Um, and share your gratitude with others. There we go. Research has found that expressing gratitude can strengthen relationships. We know that. So share gratitude with your partners and your Definitely. friends. Um, and make a vow to just to practice gratitude. Um, I say to set it as an intention. When you wake up in the morning, um, or at least this is what I do, when I wake up in the morning, first I'm just thankful that I woke up. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the most important gratitude moment of the day. Uh, yes, eyes open. Yep. Oh, I'm still here. I'm still okay. here. We're good. Great. We're going to check. <laughs> Do not take that for granted. I know. You know millions yeah. of people jump out of bed and never even think about that. Yeah, yeah you. It's so you, true. Can't you. Jumped out of bed. Yeah. I'm thankful for that. So, and then I remind myself of what I want to do in that day. I set an intention. And one of my intentions always is to look for the good. Yeah. Look for the good. Okay. That is my tips. Now, Vanessa is so excited to share this um, ikigami. <laughs> <laughs> cool. 
Oh my God, Go that's awesome. It, I, okay, so unfortunately, I can't even correct Angela to be like, no, it's said like this because I have no freaking clue how to say this. But it's it's ikigai. I don't know if that's even right. I'm sorry. I-K-I-G-A-I. So it's a Japanese concept meaning a reason for being. And to me, this just popped up on like my Facebook feed today. And it was actually another physician in a physician group that posted this. And he was like, like, he was like, I've reached Ikigai. And I saw this and I thought, oh my God, I think I have too, which is something for me to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. But it's, um, it's a, it's an intersection of what you love, what you're good at, what you can be paid for and what the world needs. And if you, if you have all four of those things, that is like, that's ikigai, man. Like that is reason for being. Whereas if you have what you love and what the world needs, that's your mission. If you have what the world needs and you can be paid for it, that's your vocation. If you have what you're good at Mm -hmm. and what you can be paid for, that's your profession. And if you have what you're good at and what you love, that's your passion. So it's not that all these other things are, I mean, it's good to have passion, to have Mm -hmm. a profession, a vocation, a mission, all these things are good. But if you can find something that pulls all those together, Mm -hmm. I, like I said, I've now found a new thing. I want my kids like, that's what you need, kids. That's your new life goal. Ikigai. Ikigai. That's like, that's super cool. Because if you can reach that and find something to do in life that hits all those things, I don't see how you can't just move forward and just be happy. I I, I would you know? say that is heaven on earth. Yeah. Like, it's, if you can do that, yeah. that is really living heaven. That is, I, I yeah. Bliss. Like, you're uh, in bliss, total flow. You know, all cylinders are firing. All cylinders There's are firing. Like, yeah. I know. I yeah. I mean, to how many people achieve that? I, I would say. I that's why I that's when I saw this. I thought, oh my, this is truly something to be crazy grateful for. Yes, and and I am because I've I I have felt this way as a physician at times, mm-hmm. but in my new administrative role as a physician leader, I've realized it. Like I have now realized it. I'm like, oh my God, this is me. I'm happy. This is where I want to be. That's incredible. So that is amazing. So yeah, on, um, in note, um, wow. I think that, um, that would be fantastic to be in search of our ikigai. I Someone's going to be like, it's not said that way, guys. I know, it's, I know. It's ikigai. It's yeah. ikigai. I don't know, whatever. Totally um, correct us. Yeah. Yeah. We do- I'm not upset at all if you correct me. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize to the Japanese. Exactly. Well, we fervently apologize. <laughs> for just totally destroying the world. Yes. However, you have to appreciate the concept that we embrace this and think this is an amazing way to end. Yeah. Um, so... As always, live your life on 10, be grateful, and hopefully find your ikigai. Bye-bye.